1: Welcome back to episode number 205 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is The Power of Praise, Part 2. Now when I say the power of praise, we are not to praise God to get something. That's the wrong motive. We don't praise Him because we want some special power or blessing. We praise God because He's worthy of it. And then also we know that daily struggles or sometimes life's demands might crowd out the praise of God in your life. Well, that shouldn't be. Praise is just one way of getting our focus back on God and expressing thankfulness for who He is and then really thankfulness for how He's made a way for us to fellowship with Him and to be able to walk in His righteousness. We are never to take any of God's blessings for granted. Now last week when we talked about the power of praise, we said how praise can take you from a spirit of heaviness to hallelujahs. This week, we want to read what happened with Jehoshaphat and Judah in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I so desire. To share this with you as praise permeates the entire account given to us by God in these passages. I pray that you will be touched by its message just like I was. All right, let's look at 2 Chronicles chapter 20. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites and some of the Munites came to make war on Jehoshaphat. Now, it says after this, you'll have to read the previous chapters, but basically, Jehoshaphat got rid of the high places or the places of idols and encouraged the people to seek after God again. Let's pick up verse 2. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the sea. It is already in Hazazon Tamar, that is, in Gedi." So here, this big army was coming up against him, even from the other side of the Dead Sea, and they were already in the Engedi. All right, verse 3. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him." Here, Jehoshaphat was faced with an army coming up against him. And we have our own armies that come up against us. And we need to learn, just like Jehoshaphat, the first thing to do is to go to the Lord and inquire or seek him and to see what it is that he would have you to do. And sometimes you do have to fast. Fast and pray to understand and to be able to hear God's voice. All right, let's continue. Verse 5. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. So here, Jehoshaphat, when faced with something that came up against him, that was mightier than him, he turned to the Lord, he declared the fast, he prayed, but even in the beginning of his prayer, he is what? He's praising God for who he is. Look at what he says, "'O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven?' He's praising God." You rule over all the kingdoms of the nation. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. O our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? Now he's praising God for the things that he has done. Verse 8. They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether there's sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress. And you will hear us and save us. So you see, they're praying, but their prayer is involved with a lot of praise over who God is and over what he has done. Verse 10 But now here are men from Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. O oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So not only did they fast, seek the Lord's face. But in praying, they started out with praise to God for who he is, for what he has done in the past, and now with what's on their heart presently. And God knows. It's not like we have to inform God of anything, but God says for us to come and to cast all of our cares upon him. So that's what they're doing. They're saying, but now... Here are the men from Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir, and what he explains and what he shares is that, Lord, you wouldn't let us invade them or take over them when we left Egypt and we were on our way to the promised land of Canaan. You wouldn't let us destroy them. And now look at how they're repaying us. They're coming now that we're in the promised land, and they're trying to drive us out. They want to take our inheritance And so they're saying, God, aren't you going to judge them? We don't have any power to face this army. And so they say, we don't know what to do. But what? Our eyes are on you. And that is exactly what we need to do. If you're faced with something that is just out of your control, definitely seek God in prayer and praise. Fast if you have to. Remember who He is. Remember what He's done already in your life. And also, take and just cast all of your cares upon Him presently. God knows, but He wants you to come to Him. When you don't know what to do, get your eyes on Him. Just like they said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Because what? We trust you. We know that you're going to keep your promises. And so that's basically what they're doing through their actions and through their words. They're saying, Lord, our dependence, our hope, our trust, our deliverance is in you. All right, verse 13. So all the men of Judah. Now, the word Judah means praise. So that's what I'm telling you. Praise is all through this. So all the men of Judah, with their wives and children and little ones, stood before the Lord. And that's what we have to do. Constantly seek the Lord. Go before him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jeal, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite, and descended of Asaph. As he stood in the assembly. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all those who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your possessions. Stand firm. See the deliverance the Lord will give you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. Now, isn't that what we want when we're facing things that are overwhelming us? Basically, we need to know too that the Lord is the one that doesn't want us to be afraid. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear. He doesn't want us to be discouraged or act like we're defeated. No, it doesn't matter how vast the army is. It doesn't matter how big the problem is. Girls, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. What we have to do is do what God tells us to do within the mist, and watch him give us victory. He told them, he said, look, this isn't your battle, it's God's. But they still had to do something. They had to get up the next day and they had to be prepared to go and do what God told them to do to take up their positions and to stand firm and to what? Watch God bring deliverance. But he told them again, they were not to be afraid We are not to operate in fear, and they weren't supposed to be discouraged. They were not to doubt God. They were to go out and to stand, knowing that God was with them. And I want you to know, whatever you're facing today, seek God's face. Understand he's with you. All right, verse 18. So Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshipped before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Kohathites and the Korahites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. And look at what they did. Praise is all through here. Judah means praise. They praised the Lord in their prayer. They're praising the Lord now after receiving instructions with a loud voice. Verse 20. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa, and as they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem, have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. Now, when it says, Have faith in his prophets, he means what God said through the prophet, We're to have faith not so much in people as much as in what God says. So after consoling the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord. They're praising again. To sing to the Lord and to praise Him for the splendor of His holiness. As they went out at the head of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. Now do you see this? They had to get up in the morning they had to have faith and go out and sing praises to the Lord. And they didn't send the mighty men out in front of the army. They sent the singers out and those that were praising at the head of the army. And they were saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Is that awesome? All right, I hope you're getting this. All right, so anyway, as they began to sing and praise, verse 22, you see that? singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. Now, I think this is so important. Look at verse 22. As they began to sing and praise, what? Then the Lord moved. In the New Living Translation in verse 22, it says, At the very moment they began to sing and praise, the Lord calls. Do you see this? Then if you go to the New King James Version of verse 22, now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes. So what I'm trying to say to you is when you put your faith in the action and you begin to pray and praise God, he moves. And it's not that we orchestrate or that we manipulate God. He's not our puppet But God has given us examples that when we praise, his power goes forth. So right when they began to sing and praise, the Lord moved. He caused the people of Amnon and Moab and Mount Seir that were invading Judah to be defeated. So how were they defeated? He tells us in verse 23, the men of Amnon and Moab rose up against the men of Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. And after they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy each other. Verse 24, when the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. Now, do you see that? They didn't have to even fight. They had to just go and stand Praise and do what God told him to do. All the dead bodies were on the ground. Not one escaped. Verse 25. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder. And they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value. More than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. And on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baraka, where they praised the Lord. This is why it is called the valley of Baraka to this day. That word Baraka means praise. Now, do you see this? Do you see praise all in here? Boy, they didn't even have to fight. The Lord fought the battle for them, and there was so much plunder that they needed or things that they could take away that they couldn't even take it all away. And it took three days just to collect what they could carry off. And on the fourth day, they assembled, and what did they do? They praised God again. So praise is all through here. Now verse 27 Then, led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and flutes and trumpets. Now, do you see this? They praised him in the valley. They went back to Jerusalem, and they're praising him again with harps and flutes and trumpets. Verse 29, the fear of the Lord came upon all the kingdoms of the country when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel and the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God had given him rest on every side. And you know what? There's so much more that can be said about that and the teacher in me wants to expound but I'm going to give God the praise that you have gotten a blessing out of this. Praise is all through this. Listen to this podcast again. God doesn't want you to be fearful. He doesn't want you to doubt. He wants you to turn to Him. If you have to fast to get spiritual victory, do it. But praise God even though you don't see an answer, even though you feel overwhelmed. You praise God in the beginning, in the middle, and even at the end. Because God is a God of victory. And if you will trust him, he'll bring you peace. I pray that you believe this. I pray that you will understand that God wants to show you his power in the midst of praise. Remember, when they were praising him, that's when God was moving in power, defeating the armies. And I do believe when we move in praise, God also is defeating our enemies. Does that mean that we don't have to do something? No. They were still instructed to go, and you might have to go and do whatever God tells you to do, but you go in faith, knowing that the battle is already won. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Now, wait a minute. I don't want you to smoke. I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean. I just want you to meditate on it over and over and over again as to what we've covered in the Scriptures, because God's Word is true. So make sure you're here next week to listen again. And smile, Jesus loves you.